At American Public University, we believe that higher education can unlock higher purpose. So we offer 200 modern programs for those who want to make a difference. And we believe education must adapt to students' needs. That's why we've made it accessible through online classes and flexible with monthly program starts. American Public University. Within reach, without limits. Learn more at AmericanPublicU.com. knows me knows I love the notebook just because of like the love story behind it um and like how that old you know like old time love is like still strong and present mm-hmm. um so I think being a hopeless romantic in a hookup culture um it's very hard from Las Vegas, Nevada, and we appreciate that. So I just wanted to let people know who Devontae Johnson is. And uh, man, like I said, we're excited to have you on the podcast because like I was saying before, we really just started rolling. The content that you sent talking about, you know, the perspectives of love and the evolution of love, I definitely agree with you. But before we jump into that, let people know who Devontae Johnson is, man. Yeah, um, my name is Devontae Johnson. Um, I'm 23 years old. I'm originally from Denver, Colorado. Um, I went to NYU. And then um, finished at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Okay. Um, I have a bachelor's degree in um, film and television production. So I originally started out in entertainment. Um, I've always been a writer. It's always been something that I've been passionate about. Um, I was a personal assistant for a really known artist, um, and I just felt like I wanted to, you know, follow my dreams and to actually, you know, write and do things that I wanted to make a difference. I was always the type of person growing up that loved helping people yeah. and loved like supporting other people. Um, and I also was the type of day, like, just, I was always a nice, I was very, I'm very nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm a sweet person. I, I like, I'm, I'm Aries, so I like to talk and get to know people. <laughs> so I definitely, <laughs> I definitely wanted to, um, just share my story and also just to, um, give people perspective on new ideas and to, I feel like now, um, people, a lot of people get stuck and get comfortable yeah. in situations and I feel like you can never be too comfortable. Um, so I just kind of wanted to. Start follow my dream. No, I feel you, and, and and you definitely should follow your dream, man. But I, the crazy part about it is, I know you said you listened to the podcast. How did you find out about us way out in Las Vegas? So I have friends that like we have this big thing to where like we'll literally like go on the internet and look up podcasts. Because a lot of times when you listen to radio now, um, especially radio that's just like in normal stations, you don't find anything that's related to entertainment media or to yeah. black entertainment media. Um, so I've always been a fan of podcasts. Um, I like the fact that you know it's something that it's different ideas and different, different topics yeah. and everyone kind of gets together. And just the podcast community as a whole has definitely grown and changed yeah. um, from since I first started listening to podcasts and seeing it. So I actually heard about you guys through a friend Okay, hey, <laughs> and I like listened and like became, you know, yeah. became a subscriber. <laughs> yeah. We're a little, <laughs> we're a little raw, man. You know, a lot of people come to this side cause yeah. you know, we're, we're a little raw and untamed, which is, is one of those things when, when I heard about you wanting to be on the podcast, I was like, Oh yeah, most definitely set it up. Now with you writing these two books, what made you want to write books like your lips touch mine and uh, yeah. when I kissed you? 
Um, so I've always been the type of person that, like, going into, like, relationships or meeting people, um, I've kind of always been, like, put my full head, headstrong and head first. Um, with Your Lips Touch Mine, it was actually based on, um, it has different perspectives of, like, old relationships that I went in. Um, and just, I wanted to create something that told how love works. A lot of times on Instagram and on social media, you see very, um, variations of love. And it's just, like, you know, the cute relationship goals, pictures. Are you go on Twitter and all the hashtags of like the couples, but you don't really see the true side of love. Yeah. A lot of these couples that you do see that have been in relationships for 20, 30, 40 years have gone through a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I've gone through a lot to get to where they are. So I kind of wanted to, and the relationship that I was in was very in that same scenario. Um, it was very like a roller coaster type relationship. So I wanted to create a book that told the aspect of a relationship, but told it from when first laying eyes on somebody. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to put it in a perspective to where anyone can relate to, um, to where if anybody felt like, you know, they were going through a relationship or a situation and they felt like they have, didn't have a voice or they felt like they didn't have someone that, you know, listened to them or understood them. There was a book they could read that really understood the story and understood what they were going through. No. And that makes perfect sense. And I think it's great that, that you want to give a full perspective because it's it makes me think about when I was in college there was this white girl um, that I was cool with and I remember she was talking about her parents I mean her grandparents and she's like well no her parents she's mm-hmm. like I just want to make sure when I get married you know I want the love that my dad shows to my mom and the love that my dad shows to me and I want this they're just perfect and like I told her I was like that's dope how long have they been married and she was like oh like 30 something years and I was like so you do know your dad fucked up at some point and your mom fucked right. up at some point and that's what a lot of people don't understand exactly like a lot of people think that it's so cute and no like relationships are not easy like People fuck up. We're human. We're all human. Yep. But I think at the end of the day, it takes a person to really grow. And you really have to know that if you really want this with somebody, you're going to work through it no matter what. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of times with the new, with our new generation um, and what you see on social media and how music is portrayed now, um, a lot of people just give up and they don't want to fight. I think in our generation, a lot of people, even just not even just with love, but just in general, yeah. give up so easily on the most like things that God puts you through to get through life. Like, yeah. and people give up so quickly. Yeah. Um, and I think that also plays a part in a lot of people don't want to get to know someone. Like, yeah, they want to get to know someone, but the second stuff gets hard, they want to leave or they want to like, this isn't for me. Yeah. Um, which is kind of put a roadblock on like now it's like rare love. It's kind of hard to find. And like, you have to go through hundreds and hundreds of dating apps. So you have to go through 67 profiles yeah. just to make sure you could try to find your perfect match. And that's what I was just about to ask you. I was going to say, do you feel like, I know, you know, we were, we're going to discuss it, but do you feel like social media has changed dating? And if so, how do you feel like it has changed? I know for me, I feel like social media has changed dating because it, it makes everybody expendable because you can find somebody else. Even if it's, you know, the old phrase, the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody like you could do that now quicker than you ever could before. Yeah. Um, and I definitely believe that like social media has definitely influenced dating. Um, now is now you don't even have to use your real picture. Nah. <laughs> nah. You could literally post a picture of somebody else and like filter, you know, with filters now and with all these apps that you can edit your skin and yeah. you can blend out blemishes. It makes it really hard to actually truly date someone without looking at the exterior picture of a person. Yeah. Now, I, I just for me, I've never really been into the app part because for me, it's like I want to be able to walk into a bar or walk in wherever I'm at and actually see somebody. 
and get a vibe from them and then move on that vibe. Because like you say, I, yeah. I've never been catfished, but I know my picture yeah. has been out there before. And somebody hit me up one day and it was like, hey, bro, you're on a dating website. And I was like, what dating website somebody is Somebody sent me the screenshot and was like, did you know he on here? Yeah, like it's crazy. Yeah. Like with people, <laughs> but it's crazy just the extreme measures that people will go to to just try to, find that person like yeah. everyone feels like they have to have this perfect person and I mean looks aren't everything in a person and I think a lot of people base with social media and with Instagram being like the Instagram models people mm-hmm. based on love is finding that person like the outside is always the first thing they look at in yeah. a person aesthetics is I mean but but aesthetics is kind of hard to look up so I'm going to ask you a question um, and I, I hope I'm not disrespecting you when I say this because I'm still new oh, no, to, I'm new to I'm all of this so, <laughs> so I'm going to paint a picture for you real quick so Artesia like she has a lot of like her best friend is a gay guy mm-hmm. so I've really been learning okay. a lot of things about the gay community and everything since me and her have been around each other so I find it fascinating because it's really no difference in you guys it's just you know, the preference you, your, your preference is different. Mm-hmm. So from your perspective, how hard is it being a gay man dating like men? Because not to be funny, the men don't change. Like I like sex. Men, I don't care if you gay or not. You still like sex. So I know I've always heard it's a lot of sex that happens in the gay community. But how do you deal with it from a perspective of dating, having to deal with guys who not to be funny, you get to try and figure out what women have to deal with. It, well, yeah, and definitely, I feel like it's a lot harder. Yeah. Um, especially in the African American community, um, <clears throat> because of the fact of dating now, like you can literally a lot of people just get on like the, and they just want to hook up. Yeah. Um, or like it's just hookups. Like the second you say, oh, you know, like you you want to get to know that, like it's it's so funny because now you can go on a you know a gay dating site and you know you ask you know like hey how's it going the question is like want to fuck like it's yeah. it's like People straight are up and like, straight up like and it's without even knowing my name mm. like people I've seen people meet up with other people that don't even know their name yeah. like have never even introduced their names and will have sex with them yeah um, which is kind of like whoa like so I, it's definitely a lot harder and I feel like a lot of the gay community can be very judgmental yeah this is true and um people are very judgmental and I think a lot of gay, what, wait, it's, what do it's you mean by not cutting you I'm sorry to cut you off what what yeah, um what do you mean by what did he say? That the gay community is very judgmental. Yeah. What, so what do you mean? Like, give me an example of the judgmental part. Yeah. As far as like judgmental, like a, there's a, like you don't see a lot of gay couples being advertised on Instagram or like you know in social media. Oh yeah. Because got you. the second you see some, the second um, you know, like say you know I was supposed to picture with the person I'm dating. Yeah. You have a hundred of comments of trying to break that relationship mm-hmm. down, or like I know him, or we used to talk, or you know, like we was texting three months ago, like. People just, it's just very, they like to start a lot of drama in some circumstances. Um, and then there's also relationships that go really well. Um, and then you, you know, it's definitely like, you. I always ask a lot of, you know, gay couples that I see, like, how did you guys meet? Or like, yeah. cause I've always wanted, you know, want to know, like, how did you guys meet? Like, where did you guys meet? Like, how was it first dating? Um, what, how, what has kept you guys together for so long? Yeah. Is it, it's, and I feel like I would think just, and these are the things that people like myself, ignorant people like myself think, because I would think that it's easier now dating being a gay man because it does seem like it's more accepted. You see it more on TV, you see it more on commercials and stuff like that. But I was, I also wanted to know, is it still like a big demographic of, of closeted down low gay men that are it not is. stepping out? That's what I was just about to comment on. It's very private. So a lot of gay men will want to, 
um, like being in a relationship behind closed doors. But the second and PDA is very like yeah. hard now, and that's still like I kind of like struggle with because you don't want to. I've seen so many like I knew so many friends from back home that have literally been literally at to Walmart and they've held hands and one got shot. Mm-hmm. Um, literally going to Walmart really? just like yeah. yeah. Jesus um, I Christ, knew man. I knew someone growing up that like just went to Walmart with his partner and was shot and was in the emergency room for three months over something as simple as just walking and holding hands. Yeah. Um. So it puts a lot of fear on the gay community as well because it's like okay it's not accepted in society like am I going to walk outside and have to worry about my life's going to be over like yeah. in the next hour um, and then just a lot of people don't like the judgment um, a lot of closeted men don't like the attention true, true. Um, they feel like masculinity also thinks plays a very big part in the gay male community um, because a lot of men feel like the second they're in a relationship with a the man they're less masculine or they're yeah. it's a more feminine trait yeah. um, which also can play a part and trying to find someone. So are you, do you go to church? Are you in a religion or anything? Um, I do. Like I've always, I was grown, I was growing up, um, growing up. I wasn't always in, I wasn't in the church, yeah. but, um, I always knew like God was the presence and like God was something that my, my mom had passed away Christmas year I was born. Yeah. Um, so I never really knew my mom. So I always knew like my mom was in heaven with, with the Lord and, you know, was very, yeah. um, you know, just active. So I've always been like a Christian. Um, but it's, I've never really like, I've never had the experience, I guess, uh, like some people have said, like in the church, how yeah. like coming out, you know, in the church aspect and how that has. Um, and I, I've never really, I don't think I've met anyone that has ever had that like yeah. issue. I just think it's tough that way because me personally, I know growing up in my church, I don't care what anybody says. Like they knew the gay people in our church and I won't, I won't say their names, but I know like our youth choir director but it was convenient for them to yeah. have that person directing the choir. The choir, so. yeah. And it's almost like, I don't like churches from a perspective of like, not the institution. I don't like the institution. I'm okay with like religion, but the institution of how they play yeah. gay folks, it's like, y'all want to talk about gay people, but yeah, y'all, right. and, and not to be funny, gay people are the most supportive. Like since I've really like gotten to know certain guys and certain mm-hmm. women, it's like that community is to me, if you have a good group, mm-hmm. they're supportive. And I've always thought that it would it was just easier with them accepting things or supporting because it's kind of like with black people, like we're not accepted in everything. You know, gays are not accepted in everything. And then it seems like it would be worse if you're a gay black man mm-hmm. with you already not being accepted in certain ways as a black man. But to be a gay black man has to be hard. And I tell people all the time, like when people be like, oh, they choose to do this. Maybe some people do choose to do it. But this is a question I have for you, too, Devontae. Do you feel like you can be born gay? Uh, me personally, I think you can. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, it's, I've always been like on the fence. Like growing yeah. up, I was very, um, I grew up with a very, like a woman held household. Yeah. Um, so I grew up around, like my grandma raised me, like my auntie had raised me, um, my cousin, I was always around my cousin. So naturally, like growing up naturally and being around women, that was what I was comfortable with when yeah. I would go to school. Um, like I just, you know, knew what I was comfortable with. I mean, I think like, and then like I started like, you know, like, I don't know. I think I just started like watching things like on TV that like, I just knew what I was comfortable with from yeah. what I grew up with. Um, and having like a, like a strong black woman household and just like starting to have strong women presence in my, like all the time yeah. in my life, it kind of just was something, but I knew I was attracted to men. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I just knew like. How I, early did like, you know? Um, I knew pretty early actually. Um, I think I knew around like, 12 yeah in middle school yeah and we have a friend he now he doesn't know 
what he didn't know what gay or heterosexual meant Mm -hmm. when he was five but he said some i had a friend who was like at five years old he just knew he liked to be around boys and play with you know boys Mm -hmm. over girls yeah so so for me when i started hearing these things from the horse's mouth it's kind of like i don't give a fuck if you're a scientist or a preacher or what religion you're talking about if you can't tell me if this man said he felt this way forever and he never looked at women that you can't be born this way Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying right so we heard what the inspiration was behind your first book. I kind of want to take it back to the author aspects. Yeah. <laughs> and your second book just came out. Am I correct? It did. Um, it came out on Thursday and sold 487 copies in the last 36 hours. So it is now oh, sold out nice. on Amazon. Um, and the restock, they, they're doing a restock now. But it was, <laughs> it was awesome. crazy. <laughs> so what was the inspiration behind that one? Um, I so the second one is actually a continuation from the first one. Um, so in the first one, it's more so about the relationship aspect and like um, growing, like just getting through a relationship, starting from getting to know somebody to like self recovery after the relationship has ended and trying to find yourself. Um, and I think that the second one is more so about um, the dating aspect, stepping back into the dating scene. Um, it's divided into three different chapters. So pain, purity, and pressure. And as you read it, um, it starts off like the pain aspect of trying to find someone and getting to know somebody and then actually coming to realize like, okay, this is something that can work. Like I can actually, you know, be comfortable in myself. And so like, you know, I'm worth, you know, I can definitely go out and date mm-hmm. and I can find that person being like, you know, a hopeless romantic. My favorite movie is The Notebook. Everybody that knows me knows I love The Notebook. <laughs> Just because of like the love story behind it um, and like how that old, you know, like old time love is like still strong and present. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think being a hopeless romantic in a hookup culture, um, it's very hard because you find people that you're like, oh my gosh, you know, I like you. Like, you know, you start to gain feelings for someone and yeah. then they're just looking for a hookup. Um, so that book is very more so just about telling the aspect of the thoughts and the poems or what yeah. you go through, like trying to date and trying to meet someone and trying to feel like, okay, am I, is it, am I having this pressure or trying to find someone and like yeah. really build a relationship with them or what, it, like, what are we doing here? What is the solution? And uh, we got a few more minutes before we get out of here, but I want to know, like with all of this, you know, just trying to figure out why love is so hard, why being in a relationship is so hard. What do you, I always try to figure out solutions. Do you think there's a solution to get back to the old way that, you know, people used to love on each other in the state of social media? Because like you said, they made it so easy to hook up. They made it so easy to just, you know, jump around on different apps and really mask who you are and just have sex. Like, how do we get back to, you know, actually truly loving each other? I think the best way to get back to truly loving someone is actually just taking the time to get to know someone. If you're interested in, and I tell my friends this all the time, like if you're interested in somebody, go after them. Yeah. Like it's not gonna hurt you. Like if you like if you really are interested in that person and you're feeling that person, you're vibing well, like getting to know them. Or even if you find them the most amazing, attractive person in the world, take the time to get to know them. Ask yeah. them out. Go to lunch. Ask questions. Um, a lot of people don't even like to ask questions anymore. Like the second they get a question about their life or they get a question that they want to avoid the question, like no, like no, like yeah. be open, be yeah. honest. No. Um, I think that's the best way in getting back to that. Okay, so what well, do you we now, see, you know? I heard you say if you want to approach somebody, just approach them. Now, from a heterosexual standpoint, it's like it's men and women. So with guys, of course, you know, you guys, or we should be used to approaching, approaching people because we always have to do it anyway. But how do you feel about women approaching men or, you know, coming after a man if they like them and they feel like, okay, this guy does not see them? How do you feel about women approaching men or putting it out there? That, yeah, you know, that I, I'm for it. Um, I've always been the type of person, like, women are strong. Women are beautiful. Women are independent. Um, and women can do a lot of things men can't do. Yes, they can. Um, or can do it better. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of feel like it's like 
I don't, and a lot of people, I don't know why that's such a big, like, debate in society today. Um, I've always just been like, if you like him, like, like I tell like, go after him. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you 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 would be a good coach, man. I need you. Probably yeah. you got you. I, I'm pretty sure a lot of dudes will second this. You should probably try to get a teacher class or something to get women to do that. Because what's so crazy about dating on social media from a male's perspective? What I hear in the one time that I did do it, it's like on social media you'll have girls seek you out. Mm-hmm. Or you yeah. know, give you girl a week all, all the time. But it's like <laughs> if you approach that same type of girl in person, it's almost like people have become accustomed to dating online. To where if somebody really approaches them in person, they acting like, "Oh, why are you coming up to me?" And it's like, is it not any more random than you doing it on a on a phone in your hand? A lot of people will ignore you. Like exactly, <laughs> I've had people. Yeah, like they'll act like they don't even see you, and then we'll write you in a DM like, "Hey, I saw you yesterday." But, what the so like that, but you, you know what I've had that happen like not girls trying to holler but I've had girls that I knew from years of being on social media and then some of them I ran into into this in the city and they'll be like hey did you go here I thought I saw you and it's like if you saw me and you're talking to me on social why media why not just walk over there and speak to me and say hey I think I saw you on social media or we're friends on social media mm-hmm. I did that I was at a wedding one day and I saw a girl and I was like I know this is kind of weird but are you so and so? And she's like, yeah. And she, yeah. And like, she, don't I follow you on Instagram? That's what I'm saying. Like, we talk all the time. Like, why wouldn't we speak in person? But I definitely think social media and you know, day naps has messed it up. Now, I want before we get out of here, I wanted to talk about like what are your struggles? I know I'm a boss of my own business. I don't even like saying boss. I'm just an entrepreneur working to get my visions out there. But how hard is it being an entrepreneur or a boss of your own business, especially when it comes to writing, because you have writer's block and all these things that you have to deal with. Um, it's hard. A lot of people like, it's so funny. Cause like I'll get people that'll read my books and they'll be like, did you really write all this? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's very time consuming. Like, especially just like having a normal life too. Like a lot of my friends are like, you know, I, I'm not the type of person that I can write. I write on my phone. Like yeah. on my iPhone is everything. So like if I'm going through the day and like, I'm literally out and I think of something or I'm still in somewhere, I will literally go on my notes and just type it. Yeah. Um, so I think you have to know how to vary time management being your own like entrepreneur. And then, I have to learn, like my press tour, I planned it all by myself. Yeah. I'm going on a press tour this summer to like seven different cities just mm-hmm. to do a radio promotion and just to have more people know about the book. Um, and it's something that I'm like, I just think if you want to do something, you just have to go you for just it. Do it. Um, and I, yeah, you just got to do it. Like God gave his toughest battles, the toughest shows. Good things come to those who have those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yes, always that's been my motto. No, that's fact. And so, you will be in Dallas later this year on the press tour, right? I will. Dallas is my last stop. <laughs> I've never been to Dallas before. Oh, so okay. Well, this excited. should be yeah, amazing. You definitely have to hit us up when you get here. So definitely. I can um, show you a thing or two while you're here. Show him a thing yes. or two. Yeah, it's like make him feel welcome. This is his first time coming. I almost feel like, well, now with you doing this press tour, are you going to be like at like a bookstore doing signings and people can link up with you or... How you doing? Yeah, that? so I actually, I actually um, have been linking up with local um, bookstores and okay. booksellers. Um, I, I kind of want to go into the local aspect because there's a lot of hidden bookstores that are hidden gems mm-hmm. in different cities. Um, and then I want, I'm a big coffee shop person. I like to go like coffee shops and like sit and like talk to people or like go like have networking events. Like, so I definitely have looked into like local coffee shops to host like book signings at. Um, it's still being a lot of details are still being worked out as well. Yeah. Um, but I'm really excited. This is something that I like, I always wanted to do and I've kind of planned it around like a good schedule and yeah. like it's not too much on me. And I'm, I'm actually writing the third book actually now as we speak. Wow. Um, hey, that's so, what you gotta so do. You just gotta keep pushing them out, man. <laughs> 
at some point, you know, it's, yes. it, it continues to grow. Like dropping mixtapes. Yeah, exactly. We try to yeah, do the same then, thing. I mean, and then the next goal after the book is done is to start my own publishing company. Hey, nice. So we need more of them, and that's what I was gonna say because I think it's important to see people like telling our stories that look like us mm-hmm. or running businesses yes. to publish more of our stories and put more of it out there. So uh, before we let you go, because you already know you've been talking to Arteza, so we're definitely going to see you. We're definitely going to work with you and probably have you on again. But tell people where they can buy the book at and where they can find you at on social media. Yes, Your Love's Touch Mine is in Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. And When I Kissed You is right now on Amazon.com, but we'll be in Barnes & Noble stores and online in the next couple of weeks. Um, my social media, my Instagram is Story of Devante. So that's S-T-O-R-Y-O-S-D-V-O-N-T-E. I'm in my Twitter is Vonte knows it all. So V O N T E knows it all. Um, and you can find me on all my social media. Follow, please. If you you know you write my, if you buy my book, please write a review. Got to write a <laughs> yeah, review. Tag me in all the posts. The reviews are everything. The re- I try to tell them that with the podcast. I'm like, man, if y'all listen to the podcast. Leave right, a rating or review because that's what we benefit from. You can listen and that helps too, but they need to see like you say something or like that something because yeah. those numbers mean something. So yes, now I before I, before I let you go, I got one last question. What is the biggest of misconception course. for gay or uh, about gay men? I know for me, like before I really start understanding um, the culture and the people, you know, who have to live and be who you know and they're living their true selves, is that y'all don't want every man. You know what I'm saying? Like yes, that. Yes. Thank you. Please say it again. Because <laughs> you know, gay straight dudes be out here like, oh, I can't sit at the bar. He he may want. No, nigga, he ain't even looking at you. Yeah, like no, like, and it's it's a that's a big misconception. A lot of them is that every gay man is feminine. Yeah. And that wants to do drag and wants to get into like makeup. Yeah. Like no, like some of us are very comfortable, but not every. Every gay man, like this, is, and it's so that's even hard with like even finding gay friends, like a good great friend to hang out with. Because they always think, oh, you might try to date my man or try to date my boyfriend. No, I'm not yeah. focused on that. Yeah. Like, nah, man, man, like y'all just out here trying to take everything. Yeah, like we already got <laughs> enough we deal with on our plate now. <laughs> All right, man, Devontae, man, I do appreciate it, y'all. It's Devontae Johnson. We appreciate you coming on the podcast, and we'll definitely be catching up with you soon, man. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. Simplify your federal agency's technology procurement with Connection Public Sector Solutions. Connection's dedicated account managers, commitment to exceptional customer service, and extensive catalog of federal contracts make IT purchases quick, easy, and affordable. Turn your challenges into opportunities and get rid of your technology pain points with Connection today. Learn more about what's possible with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids, what children reported days after getting the shot, and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.